Hello and welcome to the Developing Dads podcast. I'm your host Gordon and alongside my brother Neil, we're going to explore life as two young dads trying to figure this whole parenting thing out. Join us every Monday, we will aim to share our thoughts on how we raise our families, invest our time and explore anything and everything that interests us. Welcome to the Developing Dads podcast, episode number 76. On this fine Sunday morning, and we're rushing to get one get one in before the Monday deadline. Um, thanks for joining us. Today, we're going to be speaking about the modern day dad. And this topic came about because we're a bit stuck for ideas. So I thought I'd ask ChatGBT what dads are struggling with these days. And the response was, pressure to be jack of all trades. Modern fathers take on many roles than previous generations and are expected to be more engaged and involved in their children's lives. So I thought let's delve that delve into that in the podcast. Anyway, as I said, thanks for joining us. Like we always do, um, ask each other how we are. Hopefully, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I've got a high definition camera now. And I've seen to seen to Gordon that I had to go and shave just before because I looked a bit of a mess. <laughs> but I'm I'm nice and shiny now. So you always look a bit of a mess, to be honest, Neil. I'm not going to lie. You know, nothing nothing's going to cover that up. <laughs> thanks, Gordon. Anyway. It's been it's been a week, maybe maybe just over a week since last book. How are you doing? What have you been up to? Yeah, thanks for the lovely introduction, Neil. It was delicious. Um, yeah, we we've been playing around with um, like improvements of the pod, I guess, just from a technical perspective because it's fun. It's toys, right? It's kind of a <laughs> fun thing to do. And um, I uh, I saw this thing called a Road Streamer X, which means you can basically do four K on Riverside, which just, you know, I don't know why I'd need that, but I'm going to do it. Uh, so I've, I got one of those and I'm going to give Neil my other little USB audio device thing. And then Neil discovered that our mum doesn't actually use the camera that she's bought. And Neil managed to somehow <laughs> like wangle his way to get another freebie. D- does anyone else who's listening to this podcast have siblings that just get freebies? Another you know, freebie. <laughs> the, especially, especially younger siblings. And it's just, it's all, they all they get is freebies. And, uh, and here's me just surviving on my own in London, you know, trying to make his way in the world. <laughs> so, so Neil's got himself a freebie and I had to buy my little streamer deck, you know, that's just the way it goes, I guess. But no, Neil, I'm, uh, I'm fine. Um, a pretty hectic week. I mean, it's just kind of been, it's been like, I wanted to do a podcast, but then got back late because I came back from Belfast this week. Uh, and then early in the week, I, I don't know what else happened. There was something else that happened that I couldn't do it. So it's just been kind of a mix of stuff, really. B- bouncing around kind of since like, so Monday was Olivia day, Tuesday was a work day. So trying to catch up with all the stuff. Uh, Wednesday was a travel day to Belfast. Thursday was a travel day back. Friday was a shoot day and then Saturday yesterday was a shoot day in Birmingham and then today I'm off to watch Fulham play Manchester, Manchester United on the last day of the season. Wow, I didn't know they're in the same league as Manchester United. That goes to show you how much you know about football now. Yeah. It's called called the Premier League if uh, if you've ever heard of it. Um, So last game of the season, uh, get some redemption from the FA Cup uh, debacle that happened when they had three players sent off. And yeah, to be honest, that's come my week. Like I did have a pretty cool thing of going to Belfast. I kind of drifted over that where, you know, to be perfectly honest, I'm trying to like drum up business for my little Greenhorn creative agency. <laughs> and 
one individual I was quite keen to try and talk to and have conversations with. And I think, I think sometimes the uh, like stars can align to some extent. And I'm starting to discover more and more about what my actual skill set is. Because sometimes I'm thinking like, what do I, what, like, what do I do? Yeah. You know? And it's not so much that I don't know, like I could, because I could do the thing. It's just how do I explain it to people that don't know I do the thing? And it was kind of trying to extrapolate that a little bit. So I'm still working on that a bit, but it was in a sense, I'm, I'm looking for more individuals to come on board for the agency to get editing done and things. And I think realistically what's happening is I'm realizing people are going to be buying into the ideas and strategy. And realistically, the editing bit is just kind of like a, it's, it's, it's an add-on service that they'd need anyway. So, yeah. And it's expected so for me, it's as well. Of, like everyone expects yeah. you to be a good editor. Yeah, so that's that's kind of like the side thing. So that's that was kind of cool, and it was also kind of cool because I've hung I've hung out with uh, I've got friends that are rich, but the but there's there's this kind of thing about having come up through the industry with this person. You know, we kind of were similar kind of ages. You know, kids bought houses, all that kind of thing, got married, and it's kind of interesting to see what where they've gone, what they've done, and the kind of trajectory and all that kind of stuff, and what it's turned into, to be honest, you know, with a level of bullish aggression and confidence and timing and luck and all those kind of things and product fit. So, yeah. Uh, and then I had fun. I still I still really enjoy the in-person thing, like talking to people. You know, this week's been quite an in-person week where I went to Belfast, obviously, I have chats and stuff. But also... Uh, a shoot on Friday where it was setting up a YouTube sort of set setting up a YouTube setup for uh, for a client. Um, and by the way, I made 180 pounds just in Amazon affiliates because of all the gear they purchased, which is oh, kind wow. of a kind of a fine, that's fun, mad, a funny and fun side effect. And also, I've I sold some stuff on Facebook Marketplace, Neil. Nice. Has that been going better than than offering you like half it's, half the value? So I've sold three out of the six items that I've had listed. Uh, all at asking price. Nice, nice. No negotiations, because I'm not a negotiator, Neil. I'm like, I've set the price. <laughs> but yeah, I um, yeah, it's gone. That's been fine. Like, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of weird because you, you're meeting people you've never met before from all walks of life, from all different backgrounds, and you're never going to be mates. But never you're all having like these, <laughs> yeah, and some people really want to have like a, a conversation with you, and other people don't, and you're just kind of like, what, what you know. Yeah. Why 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 are we wasting why are we wasting precious time here? Just <laughs> check the thing, does it work and buy it. So anyway, that's my week. How was yours? Nice. Um yeah, pretty pretty standard week. Just work. I got a nice surprise on Thursday when my boss told me that it was a bank holiday Monday. So I'm off on Monday, which is which is a three day week for me. <laughs> What's nice. that, Neil? What's a bank holiday week weekend? <laughs> what do you mean was a bank holiday? You get a, a Monday off and a long weekend. Oh. Self-employed now. I have no idea what you're talking about. Yeah. Anyway, um, Wednesday night was probably a, a highlight. Went out with Craig and Cameron for. We usually just like find a curry house or go for beers, but we decided to be a bit more upmarket and go to a French wine wine restaurant and have lots of nice wine and like a, I can't never say the word, but a meat and cheese platter. <laughs> What's like the cutlery board? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell us from Aberdeen. Um, so it was really nice, bit of a sore head on Thursday, but that's, that's the, that's the, 
I've lost my words, Gordon. Who took who took the menu and went? I know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Craig knows quite a lot about. Well, I say quite a lot. No idea. Craig knows a bit about wine. I chose the Did first you? white wine, which was Sancier, which was very nice. <laughs> um, and and I know you're a, a, a wine expert, Gordon. So no, so. I'm not a wine. I'm not a wine expert. I, you think I, you I, are? I have. <laughs> I have a reasonable understanding. Um, this one here called Villa Wolf. I have no idea for the camera. You probably can't see that. That was very nice. Was it any good? White wine. Yeah, very nice. Um, and then we had another bottle. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, a, a bottle each. So it was a good night. Um, what else did I do? Yesterday, I took the kids up their first proper hill, I'd say. Like a hill with like a thing on the top, which represents the peak. Um, so that was... Uh, a hill with a thing on the top that represents the peak. <laughs> yeah, so like, in, I don't know if you got it in England, but in Scotland, you've got like a trig point. You know what a trig point is, Gordon? No, I don't, I don't, no I don't, idea. I don't try and lose myself <laughs> in the hills, you know. So it re- represents the top and it's what's used for like navigation and OS maps and stuff. And anyway, they, we got to the first ever trig point that they've ever got to and it was great. Very, you've got to be imaginative. You've got to be like, I don't know, think of games and stuff and make snacks fun. I was like every five minutes, can we stop for a break? Can we stop for a snack? So it, they got to the top and then when they got to the top, they ran the whole way down. So it was like two and a half miles of running down. So that was really fun. Just something different for them. And then went to a barbecue with friends for lunch, but ended up staying for dinner and drinks and stuff. And Sunday today is just a chill day. Pretty good. Yeah. Excellent, Neil. Just very, a- very wholesome. Yeah. I'd encourage Gordon you to take Olivia out in the hills. Might might do 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 some little bits in Sky when we get there. Yeah, we could we could do that, but you know, to be honest, there's not really many hills around here. It's, it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty densely populated. Yeah, it's true. not it's not like we can just disappear. Uh, yeah, I do I do I think the things we do from walking, we actually there's a, a, a sort of estate just next to us called Cane Hill, which is kind it's of not a, hill. It's a new build. <laughs> no, it's a new build estate, but we walk around it. And it's it's really nice. It's a beautiful neighbourhood, and there's kind of like park, various parks sort of situated around it. So, I guess we do that. And then she's also obsessed with buses at the moment, so big red bus. <laughs> so we uh, we get the bus to the the, the park as well, which is amazing how fun enjoys. that can be. Yeah, like our kids go on the bus sometimes into town, and it's just like an adventure. Blows her mind. <laughs> Blows her mind. And I did I did have an incident though. You would have quite liked this. Well, would you or not? I don't know. I was uh, I had I had to like forcefully ask someone to stand up, and it was one of the you know one of those like kind of like afternoons where it was busy bus and whatever else, and I've got Olivia, and I, I could stand and hold her. Of course I could. I'm very I'm potentially capable, but it's quite dangerous. Yeah, because yeah. she's small and she could fall over and I could fall over. So I was I had to actually go. Excuse me, can I sit down, please? Wow, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, some people. Um, yeah, but it's all but it's like there's like you know three or four sort of um, elderly, disabled, and pregnant sort of seat, you know, and everyone just sort of sat there, didn't didn't do anything, and I was just like, this is this is what's what's become of the world, Neil? <laughs> I know. Anyway, let's get into our our topics. We're a bit pushed for time. As soon as Gordon came on, he was like, I've only got till 10, 10 to nine. It's quite early, but when you head into football, 
Is it nine, nine o'clock? <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's like, so like a long story short, it's like me. So I got up with Olivia this morning because Laura's obviously taking baby duties Saturday and Sunday. So, because uh, I worked all day yesterday, I was up at like five and then work came home at like nine. Oof. So then today, today was just kind of like, I'm going to football for the thing with, with Laura's dad and our brother and then uh, another friend. So it's just busy. So we've got to get up there, get up there for nine for pastries for half an hour and then <laughs> leave at half nine. And it's like a five hour drive up to Manchester. Wow. Four or five hours. Yeah. And then four or five hours back. So yeah. I Craig, want to do it. <laughs> Craig, what stadium is that? Old Trafford. Old Trafford. Yeah. Craig's got a season ticket. So I bet he'll be there. All right. Well, you white. <laughs> he supports Manchester. United. Yeah. Anyway, let's delve into the conversation and we'll see how far we get. But I think, like, interestingly, um, a friend of mine and I had this conversation about I wonder what it'd be like just to step back into like 1970s, 80s, where you're a new dad and you just go straight back to work and your sole, maybe not in the 80s, maybe going back 60s, 70s, but your sole purpose is just to earn the wage and come home, have your dinner on the table, clean house, all that kind of stuff. wonder what that would have been like compared to now, where I think there's a much more, there's, there's higher expectations, but I think I'm okay with that, just to stop the haters. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm okay being the kind of, the housewife, the fun dad, the serious dad, the, yeah, the, the, the mixture that now comes with a modern day dad. So I don't know how you feel, Gordon, in terms of, do you see a difference? Do you... Oh, wouldn't it be great if we just went back to the old days, you know, where we could just come home, we could have our old pants and socks all washed for us and, you know, get a massage, you know. <laughs> I don't know about massages, but go to the pub and not, and not feel guilty. It was just like, there was, there was clear boundaries. There was clear, like, this is a man's role, this is a woman's role. And mm-hmm. it's totally blended now. Yeah, yeah, it has blended. I mean, you know, during that time, I think I've kind of talked about it before in the podcast, it was a one one um, one income household, which essentially contributed towards a one income for a mortgage. You know that that's kind of how how it worked. So property prices were slightly lower. You know, houses people people didn't move around houses as much. I can imagine uh, there wasn't as much debt. You know, people weren't getting loans on cars and kitchens and all that kind of stuff. But now, but now we have like a, a a dual income, right? That's kind of a lot of a lot of families are like that. You're kind of somewhat of an exception. I, I do wonder if it's kind of more prevalent around your area because house prices are more affordable. But uh, certainly in London, like all of our friends are, you know, dual income households. Certainly from a, a family and baby perspective. So I think that then just you 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 have to naturally spread the burden. Like it's just an evolution of. The, of the capitalism and the economics of the society, yeah. right? If you if you want a, a big shiny house and every, someone else is willing to compete and they've got two incomes and you've only got one, then the person with the more money is going to win um, or the couple is. So I think there's partly, this, it's just become an evolution because of the fact that we all want to have bigger, shinier objects and, uh, you know, improve our statuses, if you will, from some extent. Um but it's it's kind of it's kind of interesting we are having this conversation now because my trip to to Belfast was kind of an interesting one, um, because there we were kind of we're kind of similar ages and we were we were talking about marriage and kids and that kind of thing and the 
family setup they have was was a was was almost like a business transaction conversation where they sat down and said look this thing that i'm building i think it's got legs i think it can go really really far uh the thing that you're building maybe not quite as we can't leverage as much or make as much money doing it so why don't i take care of business and you take care of the family and the home wow and that was the discussion and that's how it works have they got kids yep yeah. one wow but it it did this does lend itself down the road of some things where they tend they they, they operated in very much a, a gender gender traditional gender role kind of setup so there's some levels of like you know i take a monday off and i have time with olivia that's like me, me, me and her time which you know still is pretty rare as a as a parent overall so you then you then miss all those kind of things if you're very much involved in the business and working and whatever else it's like there isn't really much there's not much either side of that right it's like wake up start work go to bed like come home she she'll be asleep work you know go to sleep wake up do the same thing the next day um so yeah yeah i don't i don't know yeah I don't know where I was going with that. I think I was kind of on a journey of why I think yeah, the no, gender roles are the way they are now. It's quite a good yeah, realisation in terms of capitalism and even property house prices and stuff. And especially, you're right, around where I live, it's very common to have just one parent working. And I would say <clears throat> there's also kind of pockets of people that are doing the very traditional way of the dad just gets to earn the money and... Almost, almost I see it as a separate life to the, the kids and the wife. Um, he gets to kind of, I don't know, go to the pub, go to the football, and the, the wife expects to have everything on the table. But yeah, I guess my experience is Rebecca decided not to work. We kind of mutually agreed that it wasn't viable for childcare, especially when you get into the twins realm. But even with Isla, Rebecca, Rebecca did a, a year with Isla working, and then we moved down here and... It just wasn't, we, we, A, we didn't really need it because um, rent prices down here were so cheap. Um, and B, it just, it allowed me to progress a bit more. Maybe that's selfishly, but Rebecca understood that, look, I'm probably going to be the main earner f for years and years to come. So if I can invest my time and invest my kind of work into getting a better career, getting more money, then that's going to help. So she took all the burden of Isla being sick or Isla needing to come back from childcare or if Isla had groups to go to, she would just do all that kind of stuff and leave me to travel with work or go out on a night out with the bosses if I needed to, to kind of socialise, um, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I, like, I, I don't think we directly had that conversation of my career is going to go further and we're going to earn more, but certainly in the back of my head, I appreciated Rebecca doing that, almost like a sacrifice of allowing me to progress further don't know what you think about that it's it's kind of uh it, like there's there's a there's a for every action there's a equal and opposite reaction and you know there's there's still there's still although you do get to go to work and you, you go and do something else because that's all you're doing you, you are just going to do something else and that something else is the thing that keeps everyone going yeah like if you don't work, Neil, that's it. Like, there's no mortgage, there's no house, <laughs> there's no food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Closing the and there's, there's also a burden to that. Like I, and I, I, again, I, I have to say that, <laughs> I have to say this, but I don't know why. It's, I'm not saying that motherhood 
and being a parent is easy or burdenless you know or burdenless quite yeah. frankly but at the same time like going to work is is hot like it's hard it's hard to have that realization that you are the one that's mean like has to make sure that this this ship keeps fucking sailing yeah, yeah. like it's got to keep going and my work can be all the three things that i'm trying to look after or three things that i'm trying to maintain you know my work life my relationship and my kid like which one of those this was a friend that talked to talk to me about this it's one of, like which one of those is going to fire you first and it's going to be work right work can get rid of you before your wife she might get rid of you but you know <laughs> and then you and then your kid right so there's a real burden of that i feel and that pressure and i i felt that certainly during the period of which laura was uh on maternity leave it wasn't it wasn't crippling but i was still in the back of my mind i was like like i've got to this is serious like i've got to make this work now like, it's not it's not we're not playing here we're not having just a bit of fun yeah yeah this this is this is the real world um and you know there is there is a bit of that where you know at the end of the day we are a dual household and at some point someone's got to take certain roles and and command certain situations or take control of certain things and if that means one of us goes to work a, a also like the benefits for a father in this country are horrific you don't get anything yeah two weeks so it's not statutory. like it's, even, it's, not, it's not like it's not even like it's encouraged you know it's not like it's hey hey gordon just take you know take gordon take six months off to spend with the family or allow your wife to go to work and you spend six months off it doesn't it doesn't work like that yeah yeah so you know it's not really an option um so yeah i, I guess so but then you know from my perspective i was kind of like as well i kind of want a, i want a nice lifestyle and i want a a, a yeah, I want a nice lifestyle. And if we live in London, ultimately, you know, house prices here are two times where you live. So you kind of need two incomes. Yeah, um, yeah. And we we could afford the ultimate, we could ultimately afford the ability to do two days a week childcare, two days a week with Nana and then one day with me. So, yeah. Hey, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. It's kind of, it's more a case of like, well. It had to happen. Like. <clears throat> well yeah it's like it's, uh, you, uh, pa parenting is kind of a job <laughs> yeah, yeah if you think about it like if, if it wasn't parenting it'd be called childcare, <laughs> and you get paid for it yeah you're right you know so it's like well if 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 one of you regardless of whether you're a man or a woman or whatever kind of setup you have if one of you is like hey your career's going really well you're gonna you're gonna be the one that's gonna earn the money you clearly enjoy what you're doing go for it yeah, and then yeah. then the other the other side of, side of the coin is like, well, someone takes care of the the house and the stuff and the kid and all the family things that go on and keeps that glue together. Yeah, it's just, just a reality. I think. I think one of my points was, um, I think I'm, I'm, I think it was inevitable, especially when you talk about the whole kind of property thing and capitalism. It was inevitable that the dad has got to step up and not not as a step up. But just wear multiple hats and do uh, different things than he would have maybe. But, but 50, women 60. have to do that now, Neil. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I, I really feel for 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 Laura at times because she really she juggles not only now the burden of being a of a of of being someone who is part of the breadwinning uh, task force, if you will. Yeah, but she also is she, she also has this kind of want to be an, a, a a present mother very present mother and yeah. I, i'm also not to say that men in the generations of 60s and in the 60s and 70s and 80s did they not feel some sort of issues of not being a present father yeah it's an interesting 
but maybe they did. Yeah, and the, you know, they didn't maybe, have a choice. They, did. they didn't have. A, they absolutely didn't have a choice. And there was a cultural aspect, and maybe there's some patriarchy or whatever else is going on. But I'll bet there'd be a bunch of blokes if they had the choice. They'd be like, "Off you go, wife. You're off to work. I'm going to stay at home." Yeah, yeah. Because they didn't like their work, or it was dangerous. Because you know, there's a lot of coal mines and steel mines and all those steel steel works and all those kind of things. Like you died at work during that time. And work work was very different. You had to go away for twelve hours in the day. But now, work a lot of the time. I mean, they play ping pong, Neil. <laughs> a lot of my friends, um, yeah, certainly work from home most of the time now, and they can pick up the kids at school and the dads and stuff. But yeah, like I, I, I'm glad it's gone this way, and I think the both the male and the female bring different qualities. So you, and I think it's important that the kids see, like I can cook a good dinner, or I can do some cleaning, or I can put the washing out. And I think for generations to come, I think like the whole kind of man versus woman thing is just going to get forgotten about and just. It has, it has to though. It, yeah. it kind of, it kind of has to like it, the, it's, it's called teamwork. Yeah. And, you know, at certain periods, at certain periods, a te- like if you're, if you were a football team and you all wanted to be strikers, you wouldn't win. Yeah, true. Or if you all wanted to be defenders, you wouldn't win. So there's there's part of this process is like, well, you, you adopt you adopt certain aspects of the role of what you you do and do not want to do, just because that's part of being a team, and it's just how it works, right? Have oh, we got one of the kiddies in? Hello. There he is. <laughs> if you're watching on YouTube, ben? you'll see him. Yeah. He's Hello, Ben. Bite, bite his go, go and ask mommy to bite it. He bite wants- what? He wants me to bite a bit of tape off. Oh, right. Okay. Um, yeah, it is. It's just part of a team thing, right? It's a, there's, there's some, some level of sacrifice somewhere and there's also some positive to it. So, cause women in the 60s, 70s, 80s and 90s or wherever we're talking about, they get a closer, more intimate relationship with their children, which when we look at that graph thing, you know, the graph thing, it was talking about time, uh, age and then time. You know, your kids at around about the sort of teenage years, the time you spend with them as a parent just basically falls Drops off a cliff. Off. Yeah, you're right. And the early years are really the ones in which you get to spend and build bonds and relationships with your children. So it's like, what's what's more important to you? Do you want to go and run a FTSE, FTSE 100 company and, you know, basically run yourself into the ground, not spend any time with your kids? Or do you want to spend time with your kids? <laughs> which Which one's going to be the one that you want to do? Yeah, yeah. And, you can't. You can't do both. I, I don't think you can run a FTSE one hundred company, like no. be the top CEO, and expect to have a an immaculate relationship with your kids. No. Yeah, kids and wife and extended extended family. Yeah. No, not even. I'm not talking about males now. I'm talking about anybody. Anybody yeah. of whatever gender want if they want to run a FTSE one hundred company, the sacrifice is going to be family life, and the yeah. person that you you live the person that you live with and are with and enjoy and and have a relationship with in that team, they're the ones that's going to take all of that burden. Because you're you're on one extreme of the end and don't have any time for anything else. Yeah. There's an interesting point you made about teamwork. And back in the 1970s, 80s, there was a, and I think it's probably similar, not similar now, but said now also that it takes a village to raise a family or raise a kid or something. There's a saying around that where it takes, I can't remember what it is, but basically it takes a village to, to raise a family. And the realization is that 
you can't just do it yourself. You need your friends, you need your peers, you need your neighbours to help out when things are tough. And I think that was more prevalent when the dad used to just work all the time. There'd be people like open houses and certainly in the kind of the world of Peterhead when Grylinda, which is my granny-in-law, I guess, she's passed away now, but she used to remember fondly that people used to just come into her front, like come in through her front door with no kind of knocking and it would just be an expectation of like the friends or aunties, uncles or second, third cousins would just come and help out with the kids. And it would all be kind of a, a female thing because all the dads were at work, but people would come together and help. And I don't think that happens in this day and age, I don't think people come together as easily as they did back then. Certainly, in the kind of open both house. people work, Neil. There's no time. Like, tell me, tell me when you've got time to just pop into your mate's house, <laughs> like walk through the front door. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I, like that doesn't that doesn't happen. Like, we, you know, the 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 work the work life that we have now. You know, if if you have both parents working full time. There, there leaves no time for anything else. Yeah, it's it's interesting, especially you had one like during that time. You, your granny probably didn't d- didn't track her five k run times. <laughs> Why are you bringing that up? Because it's health. Like there's so many, there's so many, so much stuff. There's so many pillars uh, right, of things okay, that we have yeah, to fulfill, to right? Yeah. And there's tons of them. And I'm sorry, like we ca- we can't. You can't operate on. 100% on all of them because that type of serendipity where you kind of just turn up to a house and walk through the front door because because both people work like yeah, it happen yeah. you know like like 9 to 5 is a long time it's at least 10 11 hours if you can include a commute of your 24 hour day and that 24 hour day you're sleeping for 8 of those yeah so you're also knackered <laughs> do you, do you think as a kind of a human race were going in the right direction in terms of both parents working or would you like to see it going back to the more traditional if, if you could afford a house in london i i think that i think that children don't last forever yeah and they become they become adults which means that if your entire if your entire if the entire life that you've led has been to just raise the children and look after the house and do those kind of things, then I think there are issues down the line when those children don't become children anymore and become adults. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think work work can serve as a purpose outside of of kids and their requirement, right, and the, the, the needs of them. Because it gives, you, yeah, it gives you purpose, it gives you drive, it gives you ambition, it gives you interest, it gives you something to wake up in the day to do something, keeps your brain healthy, all those kind of things. So I think I think aside from the the money aspect of things and that that pursuit of more, which a lot of us try a lot of us are doing, which isn't necessarily the right thing, it's it, it it's I think it's important that both parents are probably ambitious to some extent and do have some sort of purpose and drive to do something. Um and equally they 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 empathize with the burden of each other in the sense that if you didn't go to work, Neil, and uh, Rebecca was working full time, it's probably quite good for you to work as well because, or at some point, because then you understand how they're, what they're going through because of that whole kind of breadwinner thing. And, you know, you're yeah. the, the foundations of the family aspect because you've got to earn money and the, the balancing act of that. So I don't know. Yeah, I think. Also on that hmm. point, I think it's important that 
there's there's definitely a realization I need I, I've kind of started to realize or start to realize, but in the last couple of years is Rebecca feels a guilt of we've kind of designed a life now where she can't go back to work because she doesn't have a career that's going to pay enough to have um, the boys in nursery for full time all that time. So there's a guilt of like, I'm the only earner and the, all the stress is on me. And if there's a downturn or if there's an issue, it's all on me. So yeah, I, I think it works both ways in terms of she eventually needs, will be going back to work and will kind of realize that. But I don't think she'll ever understand what a single income is like. Like just being the kind of the only breadwinner and the, as you mentioned, you know, the start of the podcast, everything's on you to pay for the yeah. mortgage, pay for the food. It, it, it is. And that's, again, I, I can't stress that I'm, I don't think we're saying that uh, motherhood or parenthood, when that is your full-time pursuit, is easy. It's not freaking, at all. It's one of, the, one of the hardest jobs in the world. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it, it's kind of, it's that, it's that balance of ultimately you're a team and sometimes we've got to lean on each other for certain things. Um, and also, I guess, what you want. Like when having a discussion together, because we're talking about this a modern dad and the jack of all trades stuff and the things that you've got to be able to do. I think there's a huge positive aspect that men are more involved or are being pushed to be more involved in children's lives, in their children's lives. Yeah, yeah. That they, that they aren't just the bread. The, the, this is, yeah, this is important. Their utility isn't, in in just their doing like their utility isn't just being able to go to work and being strong and powerful and unemotional yeah like a man's a man's utility now is being all of those things because they are emotional and they are caring and they are capable of hugging and kissing and cuddling and playing they're not just capable of going to work and earning 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 money yeah i think that's a i think that's a really strong I think that's a really strong message that, yeah, it needs to be said in, in in society now, is that we've spent so long as men being told that we have to man up and be powerful. And, you know, we've got uh, Zelensky on the TV in his army outfit, you know, kind of being all masculine and powerful, right? Yeah. When I bet inside he's terrified. Yeah. He's terrified for his family. He's terrified for his nation. He's terrified for his friends. But, you know, equally, we have that. Even if we're going to work and we're working really, really hard and, you know, earning a paycheck, you know, that's not the only thing we're good at. We can we can still be caring and, and, and whatever else. So I think there's some lessons in that, to be honest. Yeah, I think on that, on that note, it's a, it's a good reel, Gordon. I'll capture that one. But I think, I think, <laughs> I think we should maybe wind up the podcast because I don't think we can top that message. All right. <laughs> and and, uh, and yeah. you're in a rush. Yeah, I know. It's a bit of a short one today. I'm sorry. Um but yeah, no, it's these kind of things. I, I I feel I feel relatively passionate about it just because I think it's it's somewhat of my own. You know, this is a bit of a wanky term, but my own personal journey and trying to figure out you know what it what is masculinity to some extent because it's very evolving, it's very changing in in this kind of world where one minute we're told we are misogynists and patriarchs and we control the world, but yeah, I don't I don't see it like that. I see it like the the world is changing and i'm you know if 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 if, <laughs> if laura wants me to stay at home and look after the babies then sure right like i'm not this, this isn't this isn't a war this isn't a battle between between us it's yeah it's it's a team it's us we work together to to raise a wonderful family uh so yeah i i uh yeah i feel quite passionate about that kind of thing because it's like 
I'd love it if Laura had Laura finds an amazing job that she loves to do. She loves it now. Like she said to herself that she's she's living her childhood dream of of being, you know, Willy Wonka, basically. <laughs> nice one. And I'm I'm fully supportive of that, Neil. If I if I can if I can hold down if I can make sure that I'm still earning money through my business, but at the same time, you know, take care of Olivia at certain times or pick her up, you know, from nursery or drop her off because it's easier for me to do so, whereas Laura needs to go in early or, or go away or whatever else. I'm well up for that, Neil. Like that's, yeah. yeah. I've, yeah, sorry. I've gone on a bit, but yeah. Nice. No, I agree. Um, hopefully everyone's enjoyed that, that short but sweet episode and you can find us in all the usual places, podcast platforms. Also Instagram's doing well. We seem to be getting random spikes throughout the week of like listeners of de- or downloads, um, which, yeah, I don't know, maybe it's to do with Reels, maybe it's to do with YouTube, who knows. But if you're a new listener, thanks for joining and feel free to give us a five-star review. Hope you enjoy the high-definition camera. Certainly f- freaks me out when I look at all the like lines and stuff I can see in my face. It's still it's still in 720p. I don't know. What did you use to set it up? Was it the Canon webcam? Yeah, maybe I need to change. Is it a 4K camera? I've no idea. But uh, it might it might be yeah you can so, get a 4K capture card yeah it certainly looks looks high definition when I see the preview anyway it's because it's because the lens is better Neil like the little <laughs> crappy camera on your laptop would have been shocking yeah have a good Sunday everyone I've just got a special guest to say bye bye Dad? yes come here are you still in your pajamas that's outrageous still in their pajamas with right. a wild wild bedhead. Right, everyone, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Till next time. See you there. Cheers.